Hello, welcome to season one, episode three of the PowerPoint podcast. Uh, today, I am joined by Tim and Josh, and we're going to take a topic from Tim today. So, Tim, go ahead. Thank you, Jordan. I appreciate that. The topic today is going to be one that is discussed a decent amount, but we'll just give our own kind of perspectives on it. Is that is comedy dead? Um, so, start off. Well, Jordan, if you could slip over to slide one there for me. And I think that the big question uh, is, are we just getting old? Is the world passing us by too quickly? Uh, youth are scary, and they're leading us down a terrible path. So, Josh, if you could give me your insight, if we're just getting too old for comedy. Uh, I think that we are. I think uh, I don't think comedy's dead. I think that comedy's evolving like everything else, changing like everything else. And I think that... Um, we're probably far too like i don't know far too like stuck in our own ways and our own uh sort of memory of or perception of what is funny and i think that uh you know i'm around a lot of gen z and i think that uh what gen z finds funny is not remotely funny to me but i at least have the perspective that like i think what's funny to us the millennials probably wasn't all that funny to the boomers um, so I, I don't think comedy's dead. I think it's just evolving. Jordan, what do you think? Yeah, I think I'm, uh, I think I'm in the same boat. I think that our comedy from when we were kids has, has died for the most part. I think that the comedy is definitely evolving. I think that, uh, I think we're just getting old. I think we're the, the new boomers. I think that I, I'm just fully expecting to go into a store at one point and getting called a boomer because I do something stupid. And I'll just accept it at that point because I think I'm at that age where I'm like, you know what? I think we are. We're the new boomers at this point. So that's my take. Hot take. New boomers. Well, it's going to be basically a podcast where we all agree with each other. Perfect. That's fine. <laughs> because I think it is. Like, it absolutely, like Josh hit, or like you guys both have kind of said it, um, where it's just like the evolution of it has kind of left the, you know, the, the modes of comedy that, we were used to behind, right? Like maybe there hasn't been, uh, like I saw like a, a headline this week, it was just a headline reading, but uh, that there hasn't been like a high school comedy in years, since like super bad. One mm. that kind of shifted the culture and all of a sudden everybody was quoting it. I remember when Napoleon Dynamite happened um, and it was just, you know, everybody was quoting everything, right? And like that- Was super of... bad get canceled though at this point? Like I think that still hits. What? Is there anything in that movie that's like, not humorous anymore but i just don't think it's coming through like mm, mm, blockbuster gotcha, gotcha. movies right like yeah um, i think i think that era is over i think the era of blockbuster movies is is long gone i think now much like the way we consume our news don't like nobody has like oh that's the movie everyone's got to see or that's the movie like everybody's gonna uh be talking about everyone's got their own shows there's there's a, i think like I think this is not an exaggerated number. I think there's a million different streaming platforms out there, like <laughs> one million different yeah, streaming yeah. platforms, and every kid's got their own series they're watching. And so, yeah, like it just there's no blockbuster movie the same way as there's no one news source anymore. Yeah. Is is that just like not even like a, a conversation about like comedy? Is that just like because we're all you know ADHD'd and just like need to consume things in le in shorter periods than two hours? Like I. I like, can't even sit down to a two-hour movie anymore. But you go through a TikTok or like Instagram Reels or now Snapchat has Reels too. And you're like, some of those are pretty funny. 
yeah. they're like five seconds. I'm like, these hit, yeah. these hit. Yeah. That's what I need. I don't, I don't need character development for an hour. I just need some stupid things of, and some of them don't even make sense. I'm like, why is this funny? But I'm out there. It might be the algorithm too. I might be just seeing the millennial TikToks. Well, and like there was, a, oh God, I'm, I'm quoting Matt Damon here, but he was talking about how um, rental, when they got rid of like DVD rentals and videos, like that was a big revenue stream that a lot of like mid-tier movies that were developed would would essentially make a lot of their money back. They didn't need to be a blockbuster, um, but instead when streaming came in and that stuff kind of went away, it was basically you're trying to hit home runs or you're focusing on like the art of cinema. So it's like artisanal or then it's just like, or it's Avatar. And like, there's very little in between because like, sometimes you don't exactly know what comedy is gonna click in theaters too, right? Like, I would be surprised if they thought Napoleon Dynamite was gonna be the hit that they like it ended up being. Um, mm-hmm. So just kind of playing off, you know, what comedy kind of shaped us. What are some of like the movies, you know, comedians or shows that kind of you watched and let's be honest, probably made up most of your personality when you were younger. Yeah, I would definitely say. Adam Sandler, I think, I think, <laughs> yeah. I, I think I watched too many Billy Madison and to quote too much of that movie, even to, even to this day, it's been like, what, 25 years, something like that since it came out. But I think, yeah, Billy, Billy Madison, Adam Sandler, I think that's a awful, looking back, like if I, if I watch that today, I just make fun of like Gen Z's for watching this. Why are you watching this stupid crap? But uh, <laughs> uh, looking back, like it's probably wasn't that funny, but I still find it hilarious. Uh, for me, uh, like I uh, had an older brother, so I was probably watching movies in the late '90s that I shouldn't have been watching. Um, but I think basketball, basketball for me, oh. I think was a pretty iconic movie. Uh, I was never like a huge South Park guy, but I really liked the movie Basketball. Um, that's one of those movies I think I could probably still quote line for line throughout while watching. Um, in terms of like uh, other, maybe like. Uh, less aggressive shows uh like in terms of their like raunchy comedy um i was into like the weird uh sitcoms for a while as a kid like i like seinfeld when i was a teenager i watched quite a bit of that uh i was never a big family guy fan hated the show actually um, <laughs> <laughs> so funny south park story because you know growing up only had like the three channels and my older brother greg i remember him and a buddy and they got in trouble for it, listening to South Park on the radio. Whoa. There, was, there was some channel Whoa. that used to put it on, and they would, yeah, and they listened to it on the radio. And that's what. How uh, old is your brother? Like 67? Yeah, but this was Holy the smokes. late 90s. Things were wild oh, out on the farm. Things were wild. Um, listen on the radio. That's impressive. I want to dig deeper into that. I know. Holy smokes. But like Simpsons, Simpsons was definitely up there for me. Um, and it came on just after the Conspiracy Theory show too. I'm pretty sure actually. I'm not sure if you guys ever heard those on the radio. Pretty good. Um, Wait, it was actually on the radio? Just like the audio? Yeah. Just play on the radio? I swear to God. It, really? It yeah. wasn't like just like a stream that you stole and you only got like the audio of it? It was probably some guy that like had, I don't know how <laughs> FM radio works. But like, yeah. So that that's why you believe all those conspiracy, conspiracy theories now. Oh, 100%. It's all coming together. A hundred percent. You can't prove any of them wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, but like a couple of the big ones, I think for like for me, like I don't, I know this one's for you too. Like Anchorman was enormous. It ruined a lot of personalities in there. Uh, true. And then you know, like Chris Farley, 
And like, oh fuck yeah, yeah, was one of the was one of those guys that was just like, you know, it's incredibly hard. Like, I don't think anybody could almost like replicate what he was for that period. But like everything he did and he just was 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 fucking funny. Like his energy. Um, there's a skit from like him on coming on to like I'm not sure if it was the Jay Leno show, and he just like attacks everybody in the crowd, and it's just. Yeah. <laughs> did, you, did you guys did you guys ever see it's the la it came out like a probably a year after Chris Harley died. Uh the one he does with Matthew Perry and Eugene Levy, Almost Heroes. Oh, it's such a good movie. It's it's actually you can watch <laughs> it on YouTube. It's on YouTube like in like I don't know, like seven twenty, not even. Like really it's pixelated, but it's on uh it's on YouTube. It's such a good movie. It's like they're racing Lewis and Clark to the Pacific. It like okay. takes place yeah, in the early eighteen hundreds, and Matthew Perry's like this very proper Virginian, and Chris Farley's just like this drunken idiot. I think that's probably one of his best movies, and but it was like kind of forgotten about because it it just came straight to VHS. And then, so when did you guys also? So the next step coming. When did you guys get Facebook? I got Facebook. I think in oh seven. I think if I recall correctly, the same year I got a cell yeah. phone. I think actually yeah. we probably actually pushed us all onto it. Because all of a sudden, everything we did, we just shared on Facebook together. Oh, yeah. It was and uh, like, we didn't know it then, but it was cancerous. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was a bad move. Yeah. Looking back, it definitely was a bad yeah. move. Especially when Facebook, Facebook went through that weird period where they're like, hey, uh, this is your status from four years ago today. I'm like, let's see this shit. <laughs> You're like, please no. <laughs> Yeah, because that's when we were also using so like one of the the websites that was like huge. I think I think Jordan introduced it because Jordan, you were always on stuff. You had fast and busy. Yeah, <laughs> was just, you know we watched a lot of Dane Cook, a weird amount of Dane Cook, uh, mm-hmm. and we were on like College Humor all the time, and we were just sharing everything that they posted basically on our Facebook walls. <laughs> the Jake and Amirs and uh, oh. College. What was that? The beer one. Um, beer. Oh, and they used to have like all the good parody songs too. Yeah, you know they they absolutely crushed it. But yeah. uh, no, looking back to to the 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 Facebook too. You got off Facebook pretty quick though, which was a, a great move. You yeah. you were on it for like what maybe two years? Yeah, I uh, no, something two thousand something two thousand eleven, something like that. Oh, okay, I think that's oh, when same I time. and I was like, this is absolutely in my head. <laughs> like that's you were ahead of your that. time. Uh, yeah, you would have you been social social influencer. Yeah, true, yeah. true. You got to replace with something. Come on, you can't just have a gap, a gaping hole, and not replace with something that's <laughs> that's gonna destroy your brain a bit. But uh, yeah, so I guess like the next question would be like so, whether it be websites, whether it be shows, where are you getting your comedy now? Yeah, I think uh, I think Tim, uh, I think me and you watch a uh, streamer who. Uh, uh, on uh, Twitch, fairly often, uh, pay money wubby. Uh, he's not uh, politically correct, uh, but he does have some. He does have some funny takes, and it's even better when his takes are super else, and it's just funny just trying to him defending it. And there's such bad takes. I'm like, you need to you need to get off this cliff. Like they're so bad. And the best is because chat just gets on him. Like this is an awful. This is an L take, buddy. And he just gets deeper and deeper. Yeah. That's the best part because you see him getting frustrated. I think that's uh, that's what I like now. It's just people getting frustrated and getting like so dug in that they don't want to they don't want to backtrack at all. So yeah, Twitch, Can. Twitch a lot. <laughs> yeah, Josh, what about you? Uh I don't know. Uh, I, I would say just what I do for entertainment has changed so drastically. Uh, 
since becoming a parent. And I think just in the last, even, even before that, I'm just like, as, as you ask that question and Jordan's answering, I'm trying to think like, what, what do I do? What do I watch to make myself laugh? And I think I like probably stumble back on some old classics quite a bit on Netflix. Like when I'm like, I'll go to bed like at 10 o'clock or something and lay in bed for like half an hour. I'll watch like the office or I'll, I'll watch a uh, family guy or I'll watch, um, like one of my favorite standups and he's like really clean. So it's very unlike my humor, but, uh, it's Jim Gaffigan. I find mm-hmm. Jim Gaffigan just so classic because he can like, uh, make people laugh just using some very like, I don't know, just very observational, basic human or humor, but he, uh, He's got like, I don't know, probably six or seven specials on Netflix. And every once in a while, I find myself just recycling one of his old ones. So, but yeah, in terms of like platforms and stuff like that, uh, I can't say that I, I really go too deep into to looking for comedy anymore. Yeah, fair, fair. Well, I think like, again, like the type of comedy I definitely consume, because like, I think one of the things that happened too, like in the early 2000s, like when reality TV came out, it kind of gave the impression that it wasn't scripted. And then, like, later on, you kind of figure out, it's like, no, like, basically everything here is set up, and it feels pretty, yeah. Whereas a lot of stuff I try to find out is kind of more, a little bit more organic, I hope. Um, you know, like, of course, like, some subscription, but, like, you know, pay money wubby. Sometimes it is dead air boring. But then he, <laughs> he when he gets rolling, it is as good as anything, like, I've seen, right? And they definitely... You know, are still offside. Like, there's definitely so, still immense. What, what's Wubby like? You guys have talked about him before, but I, I don't like, and I've seen him. But I, what, like, what's his whole stick? Like, what, what's Wubby all about? That's a great question. Tim, answer that. <laughs> yeah, well, and it's, it's a variety show. It's a variety show. Let's say so. Like sometimes, like he'll, I think he does about three streams a week. Sometimes it'll literally just be media share or people from his audience. So he probably gets what like fifteen to twenty thousand a live stream. Um, will just send in media that they've edited in Photoshop that try to make him laugh. And usually it's like you laugh, you drink kind of game. Uh, then they'll have other ones where they set up like events. They'll do like. Uh, giant beer pong, uh, certain trivia games. Who wants to be a, a millionaire? So it's like a just like him playing. Who wants to be a millionaire? Basically, um, and like you know he has various guests that come on, like that kind of thing. And then you like, know, you know, Harpel gummies. Josh, you ever heard of those? Yeah, yeah. You know, if you eat like too many, you get like really bad stomachache. So mm-hmm. one stream, he ate one, I think, every five minutes until he pooped his pants. So that was a stream <laughs> that he did. So something to consider. Uh, so that's the, humor now. That's humor. The, the flying to Epstein's Island always gets me. <laughs> when he, does, he got the uh, the flight simulator. And apparently, like, they removed Epstein's Island from it. But he knew, like, the exact longitude and latitude. So he dressed up like a pilot, like, had like, the hat on and, like, flew to the island. And that was one of the, yeah. Just we have variety. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, I find the other place I still get it um, is the sports world. And, like, one of the – and, again, like, talk – you know, if you want to talk about an interesting group of individuals, like, the Barstool guys for part of my take. And, like, Barstool has a certain reputation within certain groups, but, like, they do put out funny content. Um, and, like, part of that is, part, like, this – their biggest podcast is part of my take. And I find it because like part of it is like each week they have something new and relevant to talk about, right? Like each, or like, I think they do three episodes. They've got like great, like Stephen A. Smith was on last week. Um, they have big names come on and they're hilarious. 
and it kind of all revolves around football because half of what I consume now is just is just football. Yeah. So that's kind of like what I'd say like my my newest ones are, but like I haven't watched a new movie in probably I have no idea how long. So and that's what it was when we were kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean I'm just thinking in terms of the last comedy movie I saw. Uh I don't typically like when I, I I still watch movies from time to time on Saturday nights, but they're usually like psychological thrillers. Um, I'm trying to think the last time I actually actively chose to watch a comedy. Um, Might've been, uh, there was a couple winters ago. There was that one, uh, don't look up. And it's like kind of a comedy. It's the one where the asteroid's going to hit the earth and like, nobody gives a shit. Like, Oh, Except spoilers, like, I haven't seen it. Yeah, no, I haven't seen that. How dare you? <laughs> no, no, that's, what the, already, that's already, what the movie's about. That's what the movie's about. <laughs> Leo's in it, right? Yeah, yeah, he's in it. Which brings me to my another another subjective opinion. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio is the best actor of all time, but we'll talk about that one later. You didn't say that till he started dating a 19-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say his personal life is the best. I say he's the best actor. <laughs> he is up there. He is up there. He's been in a ton of great movies. Mm-hmm. Some bad, yeah, yeah. And then Jordan, how many how many memes do you think you look at a day? A day? Uh, oh my god, probably a lot. <laughs> I don't think I put a number on it. It's more. I don't think I put a scroll banana, as they say on a oh on god, Reddit. Let's there. not talk about that. <laughs> but about. Uh, but a lot of memes. I think nowadays, like I look on Reddit, but I find Reddit's like almost like too upsetting. I think. You know, at this yeah. point, like there's so many things I, I see there and now I'm like, this is just going to make me annoyed for the rest of the day. So I really go on like Imgur these days and just look at memes instead of, instead of actually Reddit. Uh, but yeah. no, a lot of memes, long story short, a lot of memes for sure. Do you guys, like, do you, are you Instagram memers? Oh yeah. The reels are pretty funny actually. Some of the reels there, I, I think like the algorithms just like got us down to, I think I send uh, Josh some, uh, some Instagram memes all the time. They're just like really, really offside. But uh, I got the algorithm down. <laughs> and Josh, yeah. you're not a you're not on TikTok or anything. No, I'm not. And, and even Instagram, I try. I like I download it once, maybe every three days. I, I'll be on it for like an hour, and then I delete it again. So usually, there's like a backlog of things sent from Jordan that I'm like working through, <laughs> and sometimes they're no longer available when I get to them. But those are the good know, ones too. That's how you knew it. Yeah. That was good. That yeah. I don't know anything. I find that I'm like like fuck this is really really good like this is like 10 out of 10 good i'll uh i'll usually send to the whatsapp group um but there's one that i've been chasing for a while and i think it's long gone uh but i had no idea what it was called or anything was there was one that was sent to us uh by one of our friends that is not here and it's this guy who's like standing outside his house i don't know if you guys remember this and he's like standing outside his house and he's like be careful there's a scam out there uh like uh, it happened to me. I didn't think it would happen to me. But basically what happened is this guy came up to his, uh, my house, pulled down his pants, and asked me to grab his wiener. Uh, <laughs> and if he did, he'd give me a bit, uh, he'd give me a box of craft dinner. And then it's like the, the camera's just like pointed so you only see kind of like his hands. And he's like, anyways, I think he ran over there. And as he points his hand, he's got a box of craft dinner in his hand. <laughs> so it's, good. Too, it's too good. Yeah. It's perfect. But yeah, yeah. there's a lot of good stuff out there, but it's uh, it probably leads you to this idea of being overstimulated because I 
I do actively make a choice now to avoid social media, whereas I don't think I would have been doing that five or six years ago. Yeah, Josh, you're connected with the the Gen Zs. Like, are they like keen for social media, or are they really pushing away for it? Like, what's uh, what's their attitude towards it? Like, they uh, realize it's kind of bad. No, I think uh, I don't know that most teenagers have enough self awareness to know. I mean, there's certainly some that are, but I think most of them probably don't yet um, see the the potential hazards that uh, social media causes them. So I think they're pretty pretty in tune with it. I just can't keep up with all of them. Like I know Snapchat has become like what they use for messaging. Like I don't think people text each other anymore. I think they just use Snapchat. Um, and then I think uh, TikTok is obviously a big one. Um, and I don't know like if Instagram's used as much. I think you post on Instagram occasionally. I think is what they what they do now. But yeah. Well, isn't one of the big ones in like the gaming community? Because I I had it for a bit, but I, I never I was part of like one community or one group basically. Um, isn't it Discord too? And like, right? It sounds like Discord is a bit of like a wild place because, yeah, I'm not exactly sure to be honest. I've never really gone in there, but it sounds like is it end to end encrypted? Like, is everything private within that as well? Do you know? It's a good question. I don't know. Because, you know, like it's one of the things that everybody says about, like, WhatsApp. But, like, the guy that holds the encryption is Facebook. So, it, it is it's what Marky it is. Mark. <laughs> Marky Mark. Marky yeah. Mark's reading all our messages for sure. Yeah. But it's like one of the things I like going like to the overstimulated point where it's like, listen, I think, you know, part of what made a good movie comedy so good is that, like, you're kind of wound up, right? You haven't laughed in a while where it's like, man, I see like a thousand things a day that probably 15 years ago I would have like died laughing at, yeah. right? <laughs> but the, in- mm-hmm. the internet pushes your boundaries so far, right? Like everything about it. Now, that being said, I do freaking agree with Jordan about Reddit about like, cause like I've got my feed. I do jump over to popular every now and then, but I try and keep my feed like clean of the stuff that you just can't control. Cause it mm-hmm. does change your mood like a hundred percent when idiots in cars comes up and like <laughs> just yeah or crazy crazy videos which like some other ones those are awful public freak out you're just like these are just yeah. annoying me i'm so i'm just like yeah. annoyed for like no reason i'm trying to chill on my phone yeah like just give yeah. me just give me memes about like i don't know <laughs> with some with some memes these days give me success kid is that still yeah. around <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i want more success kid I, so just like, thought, I, I just thought Reddit was a place to go and talk about your favorite football team. <laughs> yeah, you probably die laughing watching the Jets every weekend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whoa. But you're going to have Aaron Rodgers potentially if he comes out from the dark and doesn't see his shadow. I think that's the... He's <laughs> going on the retreat, Even... right? Yeah doing shrooms in a dark house for four days or something. Yeah. Um, but no, back to Reddit and just the conversation we were having, like I, I find even Reddit now, I've just like, I will pretty much go to one place only. Um, I'll go to the, to the subreddit of my favorite NFL team that'll remain nameless. And, and that's it. And then I delete it sometimes because, but um, yeah, it's funny how easily you can see things though, just by scrolling social media for 10 minutes. Like the amount of memes you can see, like, uh, yeah. Oh, didn't you get kicked out of the Bill subreddit, buddy? Isn't that why you don't? 
that was an that was an alias. I was just going up. You know what I was doing? It was the night before the Bengals game, and I was just setting myself up so that I could go on there later after they lose and rage that Joe Burrow's a socialist and like they they stole the election. They stole the election, and now they stole the game. I don't know. So I guess like the the last question I would kind of ask you is is within the comedy world that is like do you see cancel culture as being a real thing that's holding comedy back or is that just old people misconstruing kind of a new age of social accountability um i think that in many ways the cancel culture is like a bit of a probably more than anything just a a symptom of how we've adjusted the way in which we view the world like i think we were probably especially white folks have are starting to open up to this more self-awareness about okay these are the things we say or the things we do or the jokes we make and this is the impact it's having on people and we may have thought that we weren't racist or thought that we were tolerant people but listen to the people that are telling us the people of color or or non-white people are telling us hey this is what you're doing or this is what you're saying and so i think like the effect it's had on comedy is just merely a symptom of us waking up to this sort of social accountability that you talked about. And I don't think that it's actually a direct assault on comedy. I think it's just making us realize, is this really that funny? Um, and I think a lot of like humor that was directed towards homophobia or racism was kind of probably like hanging low fruit anyway. Like it just seemed like it was like not really well thought out comedy anyway. It was just sort of cheap laugh. And so I think that we're probably better for it. Like, because I think you could still be funny um, being crude. I think Louis C.K.'s most recent uh, tour was really hilarious. But I don't think he really mm-hmm. crossed any lines. I don't think that, you know, he doesn't say the N-word anymore, um, but he's still funny. I, th- I think he definitely crossed the lines for some people, but I think I thought it was hilarious, though. I think that was, like, one of the best comedy specials. Yeah. But he didn't cross any of my lines. I think that's important, too. Like, I think that some people are going to be offended regardless. Yeah. I think if you made, like, the cleanest joke ever... I think there's means like people offended. Uh, you know, if you like, if you didn't say the why are the cr- chicken cross the road, you know, like why are you making chickens cross the road? That's like very, uh, you know, anti animal or, you know, whatever, whatever it might be. But I think that, uh, long, long story short, I think that people are, are going to be fancy or they're not going to be fancy you uh, or your humor style. And I think you gotta really listen to people that are fancy you and block out the people that aren't. And I think, Lucy K has had some hilarious jokes that were will go down in history as some of the funniest ones. Yeah, but uh, but I don't know if uh, who knows if they're gonna hold up. Maybe ask me in two years. That's still funny. Yeah, that's fair. We'll see. Well, and like and like I think the last two, oh god, gr- Grammys or Emmys for like best comedy stand up skit have been uh, Louis C K and Dave Chappelle, right? Mm-hmm. Both two guys that. I've kind of I've kind of claimed to be canceled. And like, you know, like especially like Dave Chappelle, like I I still love Dave. I loved him like crazy when I was younger. Um but he's you know, he's evolved uniquely within this climate. Um and then yeah, like Louis still like it was on Reddit this week, like he still sells out Madison Square Garden. So like mm. he you know, hard to say that he was canceled a lot of ways. And even like a lot of the storylines that I think of you know, popular movies when we were young again, going back to that, I think most of the storylines and a lot of the humor would still play today. 
right? Like, mm-hmm. would that be, you know, like some of the wedding crashers stuff? I don't know if it would be like Anchorman would still be pretty good, I think. But it's, again, it's just like we don't consume it in that way anymore. Um, and I think like one of the evolutions that you have seen is the evolution of like the animated comedy series, right? Where there's, it's, you know, it's easier to produce. Um, there's less kind of upfront about like the actors need less of a brand actors, actresses, right? Cause again, like, and now that there's going to be a massive shift around this one, like Rick and Morty was like a big one. Um, I actually enjoy final space. I'm not sure you've ever seen that on Netflix. It's, it's a Conan one, pretty good. Um, mm. And like, there's quite a few like shows like that that are out there that you know like people love um, and find comedy through it. And then I do still try to avoid though like the TikTok world because things seem to like turn through there pretty quick. And uh, I you know the odd time I'll stumble onto Google Shorts, but I try and stay off quite a bit just because it is it seems so addicting. It really does. So it's so good. They got me yeah. down. I got my algorithm down. <laughs> just, just memes and then other things yeah <laughs> but no it's like almost like too thirsty the algorithm like i don't follow like anyone and i think they just show me that because you know they i probably look at it a little longer than i probably should but i don't i don't interact with it at all which is unfortunate but now my my instagram feed is ruined because of it yeah. you know what i blame mark again yeah, I blame Zuckerberg again for uh, for this weaponizing our our clicks. <laughs> I don't even clicking. I'm just scrolling. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair, George. Or... You spend an extra half second on this on this one reel. Now we're going to show you everything related to it for the next year. Yeah, like please don't, Josh. To finish us off, give us insight into the kids again, into where you think comedy will be in like, the next five years. Oh, um, ten years. We'll do ten years. Go a little bit further out. I don't know. It's hard. It's a hard thing to predict uh, because I think so much of their comedy now is in those short five second clips. Um, and I also avoid a lot of personal conversations about comedy because I find that they're probably what many of them find funny is something that I just either a don't understand or b it's too inappropriate for me to be even discussing in the first place in the position I'm in. Um, but I think that I, I, I want to go back to the point that you made about a lot of the movies that we enjoyed as kids or in the nineties could still be made today. And I do think there are some exceptions though. I don't think that you could make a film like Miss, Mrs. Doubtfire today. I don't think you Sorry. could get an a list actor to do that. Um, there was another one I had too, and I can't, it's I'm I'm um, big, Although that wasn't so much comedy, but I don't think you could redo that. Which was uh, that big? That was the one with Tom Hanks, who's like a little boy who turns into a grown man. Um, but he's still a little not. boy. Oh, okay, I mean it was before our time. It was it was late eighties, I think. Um, I don't know. I, there, there was another comedy movie I was thinking about, but I can't I can't remember what it is now. And I just like I don't think you can make that movie today. I think Scorsese um, made that point. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I just think there's a few topics that I think are kind of off limits now. Um, but yeah. yeah, I think Scorsese made that point that like Marvel, you know, makes billions of dollars. Like, why? And it's like 
so simple to put out you know it's not risky at all like why would studios have any any need to put out anything risky when they can just pump out marvel movies every single year and make billions of dollars like it doesn't make sense to do anything else at this point like if i'm if i'm the marvel studio i'm putting out like three four movies a year like no problem yeah well and it's just like you know like that already happened with you know music in a lot of ways when it became like mtv like they found the formula and it's like we don't need to deviate this like they'll Mm -hmm. they'll consume it all and like that's kind of what happened to cinema a little bit later on where it's just like this is easy it guarantees you know pretty good margins you know decent stories and it just yeah is what it is kind of like that's the the business of entertainment um and then I think it will be interesting to see, like, talking about the next, like, five, ten years. And, again, like, I know this is kind of just, it's new and it's easy to talk about. Is it going to be if AI can be used right? Right? Like, I would love to see oh, some, like, imagine. small town, or sorry, small time, like, comedians be able to develop, develop, like, whether it be animation, whether it be something through AI. Because, like, that kind of gives them the access that, like, you know, they didn't have the editors, they didn't have the production requirements that maybe compete. If they can use AI, right? Because like, I still think, like, it, it, comedy would be an interesting to see, like, how AI would write it. Because, um, like, you know, like, it's such a, it's like the, I don't know if, like, a really good comedy is kind of, like, cutting edge in the sense that like, you really don't expect it because it was so new. So it would be interesting to see, like, if AI can kind of pull off that kind of subversion. Um but it's it's definitely coming, right? Like everybody, like I'm not sure you saw. Did you like what happened to Google stock today? Mm-hmm. It said they... the wrong fact or whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like these guys are definitely worried about like Wall Street's definitely keeping an eye on it. So at some point here, like it's gonna creep into the entertainment world in a big, big way. Um, I thought you were gonna say AI is gonna start writing jokes and just be like the most hilarious comedian. And then I, we're going to be like, oh, my God, do we even need comedians anymore? <laughs> I mean, it could, right? Like, there goes our jobs. Yeah. AI is going to start creating low-rated podcasts. Like, we're high-rated. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. We're high-rated. Yeah. That could happen. <laughs> Got to have the whole market. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that's you know I guess that's a almost like a an interesting conversation too that if AI gets so good at all this stuff, you know the whole thing like I think we were growing up like AI is never going to touch art, but now we're kind of seeing that it kind of is touching art. But uh, you know when do we turn into the the Wallies? You know where AI does everything, no one has jobs anymore. We're just like hanging out, consuming, socializing. Like when's I'm, that going to happen? Is that I'm, sooner I'm rather than later? I'm pretty close to that now. Yeah, I'm pretty close to that. <laughs> let's be honest yeah be interesting though get whatever you want whenever you want you know no one wants for anything be be interesting future it'll be interesting to see and this is getting away from the comedy conversation but it'll be interesting to see how much longer we're driving Uh, Mm -hmm. probably not much longer like uh, 10 years 15 years like there will always be people I guess that would choose to drive but uh, you know if they're allowed to yeah right yeah, I barely trust uh, people I know to drive, let alone strangers. Come on, <laughs> take their license away immediately. Keep mine though. Yeah, no, it's coming because it's just it's just more efficient for everything, right? It makes your roads take take on more cars, move more people. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah I think that you know public transit in the area we are just definitely needs to get better 
as well. Yeah. You know, not, it's not all going to be self-driving cars. It's going to be better transit. It's such like a, a, a step that they haven't overcome yet that they need to do because transit's awful in this country. <laughs> and I think public transit's awful. And I think yeah. that we need to invest in that before before we have self-driving cars or even have the need for it because maybe we won't ever need self-driving cars. Ideal state would be high-speed trains, different cities, and then intercity trains and trams and not buses. Pass, I don't like buses, but everything else. Skidoos, who knows. But that's why we, that's like one of the arguments around Toronto is like whether it should be the densification, you know, to make sure that public transit is making more sense or it's like, let's just, build more suburbs in the green belt right like that's kind of the <laughs> the great debate right now that's going on so yeah we're gonna see we, no suburbs no more suburbs we're done with that i think that's kind of you know i i, I definitely am pro densification yeah. and i think that you know i watch like a lot of uh pro transit youtube videos not just bikes shout out to that channel uh <laughs> also uh oh the urbanity also a great channel uh, but they talk about like how cities are going bankrupt because they're just like spreading out you know all the services have to go so much further you know garbage collection sewer sewage whatever it is and the cities that aren't going bankrupt are the ones that are super dense because yeah the mo- people there they pay taxes and just you know the tax versus like you get from someone in a, a condo downtown versus the tax you get someone from you know 20 minutes from downtown with a massive like four acre property it's like very similar when it comes down to it and yet you still have to pull that all the services and spread them out. But uh, maybe maybe it's the socialist in me. But, but I'm too sweaty for biking, though. So like, get the trains going. Get the trains going like now. Why do you love biking? Let's get no, real. I don't. Don't lie to yourself. Everyone I'll likes get, biking. I'll get one of those electric scooters. I'm down. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. We'll do it. Plug it's just so funny how home. like our city recently had like a fight about electric scooters too. How people like hated them. Like anything to get cars off the road is a plus. Yeah. Like let the electric scooters like be out there. Like who who cares? Isn't it more about like the ride share ones where people just like leave them everywhere? Yeah. I mean like people definitely just need to. Yeah. Obviously like I can see like the accessibility side of it. People with a wheelchair and whatnot. But uh, I think that like that's, you know, probably a small number of people that were doing that too. Leaving the middle sidewalk or whatever it might be. But uh, there's definitely... I mean, people in cars park over sidewalks all the time. You know, it's just like kind of an interesting argument, but uh, I'm pro scooters. Pro scooters. <laughs> Josh, you're pro scooters? What are you saying? What's your, fa- what's your favorite uh, yeah, mode think, of transportation? Uh, favorite mode of transportation? Uh, you know, I'm still going to probably say uh, a vehicle, but. How I'm... dare you? How dare you? Canceled. No, I actually like running. Running is my favorite mode of transportation. Oh, okay, fair, fair. Yeah. Okay, Tim, what's your favorite one of transportation and are you pro scooters? Uh, favorite mode, definitely driving. I love driving. You know How I dare do. You. How dare I you? Absolutely. But I, I and you're, you're standard guy. You're real driving. Yeah, you're not, you're not the <laughs> fake automatic driving. You're real but driving. That being said, like, I, it's weird because like, it's also, I hate, like, more than anything in the world, I hate driving around Toronto, right? Like, mm. it's only really when I'm out kind of where we grew up or like out in the country. Where it's just like, hey, this is fun driving. Otherwise, mm-hmm. like, I hate it, right? Like, everybody you're just clutching the whole time. You're like, yeah, yeah, so and, annoying. And like, you know, Toronto streets aren't designed for bikes, pedestrians, and cars, yeah. especially the ones they did. They, they did such a bad job. I think they like yeah. didn't didn't satisfy everyone. Everyone hates the streets. Yeah. Pedestrians hate them. Bikes hate them. Cars hate them. 
So like what's you gotta figure out something. Something needs a, to happen here. It's a lose, lose, lose right now. And like unfortunately, like we are having massive issues with the transit system, you know, and that's like a different issue including like some a lot of like mental health and homelessness. Um mm-hmm. but it is it's just like a somebody's gonna have to make a big decision at some point, right? Didn't uh didn't Toronto uh spend like a decade digging up that one street, St. Clair? Uh, to put these streetcars in, and then nobody uses the streetcars. Like, it was this, like, huge disruption, and then they thought it was, like, this new... Was it Lastman, I think, that maybe did it? And, like, it was just such a waste. Nobody uses them. They just take up a ton of room. They're super expensive. And then there's also the Shepherd Line, which is, like, up in the middle of, like, like the most suburb suburb, and it's just, like, it's five stops, and it costs, like, a ton of money to keep... They were planning on taking it across the airport, and they stopped it. And then, uh, like, the, the line they're putting in, I've been a, it's been, like, 10 years they're doing the Eglinton line, which is not the line they needed. And it's not, there's, like, there's now there's, like, inquiries into, like, where the money's oh, gone. And, like, there's no <laughs> timeline. The <laughs> so, Where's the money, Lebowski? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but, like, driving is awesome. But, again, like, I would be willing to, you know, try other stuff if, you know, I felt safe. Because like, no, exactly, it is yeah, 100%. terrifying biking around Toronto or scootering or like, yeah, yeah so. no, one hundred percent. I think that's you know what's wrong because I definitely prefer driving. I know, yeah, <laughs> it's the best. I hate everything else to be honest. <laughs> yeah. it, it is the best because that's uh, what the the city and the country is set up for. It yeah. wasn't set up for biking or walking. Like a, my neighborhood doesn't even have sidewalks. Are you? If serious? I had to walk any, when I had to walk anywhere, I had to walk on the street. So I think about that. That's, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> You you live in a rough end of town. I've got nice, <laughs> beautiful sidewalks. <laughs> yeah, no sidewalks, Ram. But uh, but no, yeah, it's been it's been good. But Tim, weren't you saying that we should cut military budget to make more sidewalks? Pretty recently. I think it's the opposite. So <laughs> we probably need to invade somebody. So we need to spend a bit so that we can steal some resources. Because I don't want to use Canada's, and then we can buy sidewalks. We need to get that sidewalk money. <laughs> the Dutch seem to be doing pretty good. Yeah, let's attack them. Let's figure out their sidewalk situation. <laughs> yeah. So no, we gotta. We're probably gonna have to figure out something relatively soon. But mm-hmm. it does seem mm-hmm. like again. Like, it seems like the younger generation is more interested in like those conversations where, you know, the older generation just want to be left alone till, mm-hmm. you know, so true. I, 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 that's, a good, that's a good point. I, too. Do. I do have faith in the, in the generation. Like the, the Gen Z is like, I'm excited for them. I, I uh, will say this and I know that it sounds like I have two people that agree with me here, but a lot of people that I talk to do not. i really do think Gen Z is sort of the generation that's going to make things happen. And I'm not just saying that because Greta Thunberg, but I think that there is this sense within Gen Z that they're like they're motivated. They're motivated for change. You look at like look what happened with that school in Florida with the school shooting, and like the, all those survivors that have like stood up and like and have become. David Hogg is one of the famous ones, but they've become like these advocates for anti-gun violence. Like, what do the millennials do? Like, what what do we do? Like, yeah, we, I think we we're a much more pessimistic generation than Gen Z, I think mm-hmm. for sure. I think like it's like our parent generation like had it like so well, you know. I think, uh, it, you know, in a way, not not saying that I don't have it well too because I'm absolutely privileged. Uh, but I think that we were almost that generation. Except for the like, sidewalks, oh, you don't have sidewalks though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to message my counselor. 
but no, I think we're that generation where like, okay, like it's bad, but it's not like the worst thing. Like we can like, like we can survive, like we'll be fine. Like I'm still confident I'm going to be fine. But I think like Gen Z is at that point where like, you know what, like, I know you saw that article recently that you need $1.7 million to retire now as a Canadian. Mm-hmm. It's a saving. Like, I think that's insane. That's crazy thing. But if Gen Z, like, you know, I, they have a chance to change things at this point. Like, yeah, I'm halfway through my career. Like, what am I going to do at this point? Like I've made my choices, but I think Gen Z almost sees it's like, so it's so poor of an outcome in the future that they have to do something. And I'm excited right. for them. And I think we, and I think our generation, like, cause we're kind of that parents age now too, that we're encouraging them to like, yeah, do something. Cause we kind of fucked it up. We like, we held the ball uh, and we didn't, we didn't throw it. We just didn't know what to do with it. But now we, we're handing the ball. But- Obama was elected president when we were 18. So we thought, okay, he's got it. He's got it. Everybody, we can go back to just drinking beers. We can just go back to drinking beers in the garage. (laughs) Obama's got it. We did the Coney thing, right? That's true. That's true. (laughs) That was big. So was Coney Coney real? Like, was Coney real? Is that a real person? I don't think it was. Wasn't that all that's like a joke that the guy made? No, no. No, he like, didn't he get like super fucked up and he was like addicted to drugs or something and they're like yeah the, so the coney thing kind of fell apart before we hit the date is that uh, what happened like i have no idea i thought it was just yeah. like a fake video that he made i thought it was like i thought the story was it was years before it's like yeah like no we already dealt with this <laughs> like, oh i just i remember thinking because i remember like that was like prime facebook too when people like start posting like coney 2012 or whatever it was whatever year it was i'm like i'm not posting this because like at this point i'm like I'm researching everything I'm posting. Like, I'm not going to look like an idiot. So I'm definitely going to post anything there. But just thinking, that would, like, took over the whole feed. People, like, changed their pictures. I think people bought some merch, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how... No, great question is, how do we market like that guy? Like, holy smokes, that was good marketing. Yeah. It reached, like, the whole world at one point, and then he he dropped the ball. It wasn't us. It was that guy. Whoever that was. Legend. What a hero. (laughs) Legend. (laughs) Tim, admit admit that your your best friend is Tom from MySpace. Oh man! Well, I mean, like he just just talk about doing it right. Just talk about doing it right. Mm-hmm. Um, Facebook, you know, was what introduced to judge women on their appearance. I think that's how they started doing it for. Like it was at Harvard. Yeah, I saw the movie. <laughs> yeah, good movie, good movie. That um, movie is now facts. I can yeah. quote that movie in a paper now. <laughs> Josh, you know a lot about writing papers. Could you could you quote a movie? And like as fact, what's like what's the situation? How like how high budget does it need to be? Uh, I think that you could probably get away with just I don't I don't read I don't read the bibliography. I hardly read the essays. <laughs> Josh. <laughs> Jeez. I hope kids are using Chat GP though while it's free. Has it gone oh, behind the paywall yet? They're using it. I honestly think how much would it be if it's like five bucks a month? I might just pay for it because like I yeah. find it like super useful, like just crafting like stupid emails that you just don't even think about anymore. Yeah, like send this email about you know to like my wife who getting divorced and it just doesn't. It's pretty chill. Yeah, just like but, e- uh, <laughs> email my parents once a week just so they keep updated. <laughs> just like <laughs> imagine, yeah, there some we generic go. facts of my day uh, into the email to my parents. If you guys start getting weekly updates from me, you know I've got ChatGP <laughs> through email. Or, yeah, I know. Like, just, like, seeing, like, just how much, like, stupid stuff we can take out of our lives from, like, AI. It's me insane. And we can spend all that value-added time of just, like, 
looking at memes. I don't know what else do we do if all that stuff's taking over our lives. Going to the dentist. <laughs> it is know? it is unfortunate that the the earliest adopters are always interested in porn though. Right? And because like, mm-hmm. that, you know, there was an incident on Twitch last week where that was one of the big things that's already kind of taken over. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that, to... they got canceled. They so, got... <laughs> so I'm here for it. I'm here. Yeah. I'm here for cancel culture. But, yeah. Uh, I know it is a good point, but, you know, just thinking about that too, like what's, if you only could go for like one website ever again, which one would you choose? Josh, so you could only go, only go to one website for the rest of your life? Yep. Oh, for comedy. Let's say, let, let's just say comedy. Cause obviously you can go to the weather network if you want to, cause I'll, I'll, uh, I'll let you see the forecast. I guess, I guess YouTube, YouTube would be my website. Okay. Okay. Dude, oh what do you God. Say? I think, yeah, I think you're right. I think I wasn't going to say that, but I think I have to say that because I, I get my. What were you going to say? I was going to say like probably like an an ESPN or probably a Reddit. I probably would have said Reddit, but YouTube offers all of that, right? Like it's the sports. What were you, Jordan? Yeah, Josh, you had the perfect answer, you bastard. Yeah. But uh, I think YouTube was the perfect. Well, answer. I'll change my answer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say Reddit, but like, yeah, I think. YouTube's the best one. That's definitely the one I use the the most. But like, I almost like don't see that as like a website. I see that as like an app nowadays. So, <laughs> but no, yeah, so true. YouTube's the way to go. But uh, what do you guys think about LeBron passing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for the all-time uh, regular season points total? Josh, go to you first. LeBron, uh, best player of all time. Oh, okay, interesting. But- I don't know. All I all I will point to is just uh, how did Cleveland do after LeBron left? I don't watch enough basketball to, take, to have a serious opinion, but that's a good, great take, though. Yeah, that is that's a W take. To be fair, Tim, what are you, what are you saying? How do you feel about that? Uh, I'm a MJ is the greatest guy or the greatest player, but like what LeBron has done, like and like I'm always really impressed about the guys that you know come like coming up, like same with Sidney Crosby. Uh, Connor McDavid when they they lived through the expectations and like like LeBron exceeded them yeah, yeah right like he yeah and he's been great for what is it, eighteen or twenty years now like there's it's wasn't unbelievable. the stat like you needed to average twenty five points every game for twenty years to beat the record and he's wasn't that the stat fucking done it something yeah which is like insane but yeah. uh, you know I was gonna say my next question was like what other athlete you knew from like being a kid that actually grew up for potential. I think LeBron did that for us, but yeah. you know, it's like just looking at that thing, you mentioned Sid, the kid too, like how he's like an old man now. It's going to be weird when those guys are out of the league. Like I don't yeah. watch like too much hockey anymore, but mm-hmm. it's going to be weird. It's going to be weird. I, I don't know how I'm going to take it. Like when all like the people you grew up with watching like LeBron, Sid, the kid, Ovechkin, and like now their it's kids happened, are coming. It's happened in the NFL. Yeah, sorry, their kids are coming. Yeah, but the NFL's now gone through that. Like our Tom our Brady. childhood, our childhood players are gone. Um, I've been watching long enough because I'm 43 years old um, that I actually remember like the other era too. Before, like when, I remember Peyton Manning as a rookie, but but yeah, that's it's funny. It happens first in football, I guess, because the careers are shortest. Mm-hmm. But it's going to happen in hockey shortly, and it's starting to happen in basketball too. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it's weird watching their kids come on. Like even on the Jays, like there's 
you know, Bo Bichette, there's Vladdy Jr. And it's like, I, I remember Vladdy Sr. I remember a ton of Vladdy Sr., right? Like, playing in Don't, Montreal and like, yeah. I don't know much about Dante Bichette, is that his name? Yeah, yeah. Don't know too much about, didn't see him play at all, but apparently it wasn't the greatest dad is right here. <laughs> uh, but, and then even like uh, the second base, whatever his name Kevin was. Kevin Biggio. Biggio, yeah, his dad was played too, right? We had, I think we had at one point when Shaw was on third base, we had every single one of those players' dad played in the MLB too, which is like pretty crazy to think about. Yeah. Just the infield, just for the infield there. It's kind of Excluding funny just talking, talking about players from our childhood. Um, like Vince Carter just retired. He retired in 20, 2020, which is hilarious. He was yeah, playing Vince in Carter. Toronto in the 90s. I don't like Vince Carter, and I'm a yeah, Raptors I fan. I think most Raptors fans kind of grew to hate him, right? After I think people are, came around. I think people are now pro-Vince Carter, and they had that Drake documentary, too, that came on Netflix. But I remember when he said he wasn't going to dunk anymore. He requested a trade, demanded a trade, and we got Dontel Williams for him. And then he's just like, it, 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 who was like, great three-point shooter. Like, no, don't, no, no knock yeah. on Dante Williams. But just like, we got screwed over for years because he was just being a diva. And it just and uh, still annoys me to this day. And it's been Alonzo, like, what, 20 years since that happened? Alonzo Mourning didn't even come up. He refused to come oh, play yeah. in Toronto. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, screw Alonzo Mourning, too. Yeah. Holy smokes, forgot about that. Now, I am ready. Like, listen, I said... I. I like Vince Carter. Like, you know, he was a big part of Toronto evolving into a, like a basketball city. Um, but, like, I would love him if he put out a legitimate apology. Right? It's like, listen, yeah. you don't need to apologize to the media. You don't need to apologize to the organizations. Just to be like, listen, to the fans that were young, you know, as I was going, at the time, like, he was the coolest thing. Like, Oh, yeah, the, he was the coolest. I think we all had Vince Carter jerseys. Yeah. Like, up. The NBA is still trying to make the dunk competition happen. Because of mm-hmm. Vince Carter. And it sucks. Mm-hmm. Like, it sucked for the past, like, five years, almost. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Vince Carter, though, was, like, the greatest thing. That yeah, was... No, it's so true. Yeah, he definitely... I think he made me play basketball, to, to be honest. Like, I think that's the one sport I played in high school. Or yeah. <laughs> when I was yeah. basketball. But, uh, no, it's so true. I think he, he kind of screwed over his legacy. But he was young, too. He was probably, like, what? Yeah. 23. Like 23. Yeah. So... Like, looking back when I was that age, I definitely was doing some stupid things, so I should probably... You know what? Yeah. Hear it here first. I'm going to I'm gonna accept his apology. I'm not... A, I, he doesn't need to apologize. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, you know, you're young. You had some... You went to your graduation, sure, like, whatever. Graduate doesn't really matter. Who cares? But, you know, that's that's up to you. You came back for the game. You missed the shot. Doesn't really matter. Uh, but that all being said is... I'm not sad about it anymore. Yeah. You did what you did was best for you, and that's who you got to look for. Yeah. I started this conversation pro Vince Carter and I've actually ended it anti Vince Carter. <laughs> I, I hate him more now than I did in, back in 2004. Yeah, yeah. Fuck him. Man, that 360 windmill, though, is like the best dunk of all time. Yeah. It's just so aggressive. It's so aggressive. So There's good. so much authority behind it. And then, like, the one where it's like, and then you know, he did the the arm in the basket and nobody really He's... knew. And then, like, it was one of those that kind of grew. It's like, oh. Oh, but then didn't yeah. didn't Dwight Howard put a sticker of himself at the top of the backboard in one dunk competition and then dunked? I'm like, how high is that? Like yeah, 14 that's feet? That's pretty. Like sick. holy smokes, that was yeah. insane. But yeah, yeah. No, long story short, I just got into it from a comedy podcast to a sports podcast, which is also important because there will be a lot of sports topics coming up. 
which I need to brush up on because I'm definitely not the sports guy of the group. Uh, unless you want to talk about, uh, I don't even know, Pickle the 20, 2010 to the 2015 Jays. We'll talk about that. I think I'm pretty, I think a lot about that. Other than that, I'm pretty open. Or when was that? When was game five? That was 2015. Yeah. yeah. The basketball. Okay, yeah. Yeah, 2010 to 2015. Uh, Jays, let's talk about that. But other than that, I need to brush up on. We better not have to talk about Travis Snyder, how dare you? We better not have Just to joking. talk about that game ever. <laughs> Man, if you weren't there at that game, like I wouldn't even know how to like be call yourself a sports fan at this point. Because everyone was the, the whole Toronto was at the game, to be honest. Yeah. We were all we were all there. <laughs> but no, any last thoughts about comedy being dead or alive? No, it's, it's, I think it's an exciting world, right? Just like in a exciting time to see the evolution of our interactions and again it's kind of out it's kind of out of our hands now right like Mm -hmm. we're not the biggest consumers of it well maybe i am per on average kind of like but not compared to like how many bananas scrolled how many bananas six hundred thousand oh my god (laughs) i can't even count to six hundred thousand a whole year let alone scroll that many bananas it was a it was a good year it was a good year. Wait. <laughs> is that what that banana thing meant? I have to check what mine was because I, I didn't understand it, so I just moved on. But how do I check I, it? Let's see. I'm sure it's still there. Now. Yeah. yeah. It was significant, yeah. though. I think I was like, I don't know, like 60,000, something like that. But I'm definitely excited for the next generation to save us. I'm just going to lay here, so you guys got to do it. Do it for me. Mm-hmm. Entertain <laughs> us. Yeah. Make us laugh. Or yeah. don't. It's up to you. You know, yeah. it's your generation you're looking out for at this point. We don't even matter. We're old now. Yeah. <laughs> We're old bags. But I guess yeah. at what point do we have to stop laughing at jokes now that, you know, our kids are going to be understanding jokes? Like, do we still laugh at jokes or do we like act like they're not funny anymore? Like, what's the, what's the situation there? I think the things I find funny are still too, too much over my, my son's head. So I got a couple more years before I could, I think I have to address that question because uh, he's, he still thinks like Paw Patrol is funny. So are we going to turn to our parents? It's a good question. I feel like my dad like never laughed at anything. (laughs) Like looking back, is that going to be us soon at one point? We're like, Something's like secretly hilarious, but I can't laugh because I can't let my kid know that this is funny because yeah. I don't want them to repeat it. Like, is that going to be us? Is that, it's I like the full so. circle. That, yeah. yeah. I think that's going to happen, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> but like, I can't, I'm awful at not making faces though. I think that's my problem is that I will, I can't hold in a laugh if it's funny. <laughs> I'll probably go in the opposite way. I'm probably going to be the guy that like is hanging out on Twitch streamers you know, hot tub streams, but like I've dyed my hair jet black to try and look younger, but my face is like, and I'll try and like laugh at all of the jokes. Please do. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. So that's, that's my angle. We'll see how it goes. So comedy is still alive. Uh, Our comedy is dead for the most part. Same as the boomers. We're getting old. Gen Z is going to save us. We're excited for them. Boom. Yep. Have a great week. Have an amazing week, everyone. Take care. Take care. See ya.